Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, and now here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the podcast for the top 17% of entrepreneurs with cash in the bank to correlate to their profitability. Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leveraged Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day and doing Profit First right. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacle stand in our way in pursuit of the three Ps, passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced Profit First strategies and we share the honest and authentic ups and downs of being a business owner. I am going to share with you today some real life what's going on in one of our businesses. Obviously, right now, um, as a business owner, most companies, big or small, are struggling with hiring labor. There are more jobs than there are candidates right now, and it's taking a little bit extra to woo, recruit, hire, and retain these, you know, five-star A-player employees. So this is uh, related to our office in Indiana, where we process long-term care claims for the state of California. So, you know, we have a contract with the state. It gets renewed. um, And so, you know, we're kind of locked in in terms of our pricing for the period of the contract term. And um, we typically hire for this position recent college graduates and an entry-level position in Indiana. In the past, we've been hiring it, um, you know, over the past couple of years at $17 an hour, $17.50 an hour, $18 an hour. What's funny is, is we we recruit and hire for this position once or twice a year. uh, So it's not often. And um, what's funny too, is we've had this contract with the state since 2012. So going on almost 10 years. And um, what's interesting is that, um, you know, this is an entry-level position. We like to recruit recent college graduates. And we've had several employees that, you know, actually get sort of um, recruited onto the client side. So we do have a career path. Um, It's just not within our organization. It's with the prime contractor. We're the subcontractor to the state. So there is a career path. There is opportunity for growth. And I mean, we've had several people move over to the other side. Um, But, you know, one thing that we used to do that I'm kind of realizing, uh uh-oh, okay, things have changed. We have um, gone remote. We've been remote since March of 2020, and we're going to stay remote. But what we used to do is we used to have um, monthly luncheons at our offices. And um, when we'd have the monthly luncheon, we had our regular Patriot RN employees 
And we also invited our Patriot RN alumni to, you know, have lunch and break bread with our core employees because we were co-located with the prime contractor in the same offices. And so it was a great opportunity for, you know, people to kind of, you know, get to know each other um, and, and you know, kind of really naturally find out about what are the other opportunities, you know, how can they grow, how can they expand. And what's funny is, is that obviously that's gone away. Um, we don't have those luncheons anymore. We're not, you know, connecting with the alumni, with our current employees, and our average tenure has actually increased to um, three and a half to four years. And what's funny about that is we typically recruit actuarial science majors, people who've recently graduated with an actuarial science degree, because this is a good job to give them a little bit of exposure to insurance and underwriting and policy languages and reimbursements, et cetera while they're studying to um, take their different series of actuarial license exams so that they become a licensed actuarial. But, you know, it's just uh, people are getting a little comfortable, too, and working from home. So just the dynamics have changed, and it's it's interesting. An email I received the other day has caused me to kind of like, you know, realize that things aren't the same. And um, so I just want to point this out to you guys if you have employees and, you know, what's going on in the marketplace right now. So I got an email that says, good morning, Danielle. I hope all is well. I'm sending this email in hopes of scheduling a Zoom meeting to discuss a possible raise. I happen to run across a job posting from um, on Indeed that appears to be for a claims examiner in the same position I'm in with our company for $18.75 per hour. I've added the link below for reference. I have also included my quality and production numbers for 2020, 2021. There are unfortunately some figures I could not get. Um, I assure you that my quality has remained consistently above and beyond through the two years in September I have worked here. Given the job posting, rising inflation rates, and the quality of my work, I would like to hear what my worth is to the company and open negotiations for a wage increase. If we could schedule a Zoom meeting sometime in the next couple of weeks to discuss it, it would be greatly appreciated. Thank you in advance for your time and consideration. So um, I I just want to repeat something um, that just kind of like, uh, I'll just say, honestly, it rubbed me the wrong way. Um, Given the job posting, rising inflation rates, and the quality of my work, I would like to hear what my worth is to the company and open negotiations for a wage increase. So what's interesting is, is this individual currently makes $18.63 an hour. Um, They'll come up on two years in September. And um, the job posting that they're referring to, we posted in January for $18.75. We originally posted it for $18, then went up to $18.25, and then I had to go up from $18.25 to $18.75 because we weren't attracting that recent college graduate at that $18, $18.25 hourly rate. So it took raising it to $18.75, and what we attracted at that point was not the recent college graduate, but someone who had graduated college is a few years back and had, you know, two, three, one person had over 10 years of professional experience under their belt. 
So, you know, it's interesting that the experience of the individual was different. So it wasn't like we were hiring recent college graduates at a higher rate. We were hiring people who had more professional experience because the recent college graduates have just been staying at home and unfortunately collecting unemployment. Um, So to me, this is not an apples to apples comparison. It's for the same job, but, you know, his experience, he honestly had no professional experience. I reviewed his resume again just to make sure. And, uh, you know, when he was in school, he worked as, you know, a warehouse forklift operator, which is great. Awesome. We definitely want to hire people that, you know, show gumption and work during their college years and such. And we're not necessarily expecting you know, professional experience, but they're, but they're putting an effort um, and they're, they're working while going to school. They're multitasking, they're balancing things. And that's great. But he did come to us, you know, relatively fresh out of school with no professional type, you know, corporate experience. And the individuals that we ended up hiring in Q1 at the higher rate, they were people, like I mentioned, who had three, four, 10 years of professional experience. So, um, you know, they came in at a little bit of a different level. Now, what's interesting is, as I mentioned, he's currently making $18.63 an hour. So, you know, we're talking about a, a 12 cent differential. He did recently get a raise. We do do raises to, you know, keep up with inflation and such. And they are merit-based raises. And you know, what's interesting about the merit-based raise is we have success metrics in our company. And so, you know, while he didn't have all the numbers, of course I have all the numbers. I I didn't need him to send them to me. Um, I look at the numbers um, every month um, and know where everyone stands. And what's interesting is, is that our team of 15 claims examiners in Indiana, because we recruit, hire, and retain five-star employees, the the best of the best, the top 10% of available talent in the marketplace, everyone, all claims examiners in our organization meet and or exceed the success metrics that we require, which is 98% financial accuracy and 95% procedural accuracy. And then we also have a production metric. Um, and everyone, again, is, is meeting or exceeding that production metric. Now, we do have about 30% of our claims examiners who uh, regularly really exceed that production metric by 20%. And this individual is actually not in that category. So, you know, I mean, he's not exceptional. He is just like everyone else in terms of his performance. So some things uh, about this that I just want to note is, um, and, you know, my experience of employing people over 20 years and, you know, things evolve and things change and, and the markets change and we're in a different situation right now. I mean, obviously, he is looking at Indeed. So there's a, a level of curiosity, maybe a level of dissatisfaction um, with his job, or with his pay. So he is looking on Indeed. And to a certain degree, when that sort of happens and someone thinks that they're worth more than what they're doing, that's fair. 
you know, I mean, most states like Indiana is an employment at will state, uh, meaning that, you know, we're employing people at will and the employee is coming to work at will. We can't force them. They can decide to resign at any time. So to me, like, we've already hit the tipping point. Um, So I am going to have a conversation with him. And um, what's interesting, I was I was speaking with um, our HR person, Henel, who um, I've teamed up with, and we have um, a new exciting offering that we'll talk about in um, future episodes. But she pointed out that, you know, this person is a millennial, um, you know, that 20 to 30 age range. And what's interesting about them is that... Um, they need to understand the why before they move, okay? So I was like, oh my gosh, that's so helpful. So I am going to explain to him the why um, we were recruiting at 1875 and the difference in, in such. But I'm also going to, you know, really kind of talk to him and, and find out where he is. Because like I mentioned, he did graduate with an actuarial science degree, you know, the, our expectation is that someone with that degree is not going to be a Patriot RN claims examiner for the rest of their life. They're going to become um, an actuary and they're going to get their actuarial certification and license. So I'm going to have a conversation with him. I'm going to find out where he is on that. I'm going to thank him for bringing this to my attention and, uh, you know, Acknowledge that clearly you're on um, Indeed and that we do hire claims examiners. And, you know, the there is opportunity for professional development in our or professional ascension in our world. It just happens to be on the client side. And I recognize that you really haven't had that opportunity to um, socialize and mingle with actually our prior, our former employees who started in the same role as a claims examiner, but have ascended on the client side and are today trainers, supervisors, QA specialists, um, other types of specialists. I mean, it, it goes on and on the different types of roles that, you know, people have ascended to. So I'm going to talk about that. But, um, you know, there really isn't any negotiation. I am just going to, you know, support this individual on their desire to grow um, because, you know, I mean, obviously it serves a short term, but it would be a disservice to us and to this individual. He's never going to be happy if he thinks he's worth more. And you know what? To be honest, he's worth more but in a different role. He's not worth more as a claims examiner if the going rate for a claims examiner to replace him is between 1850 and 1875 an hour. Yes, he has experience, um, but we have a proven track record of knowing how to recruit, hire, and retain these individuals, how to properly train them, um, because we have a team of individuals who are always meeting and or exceeding their success metrics that we set up um, and that we recruit based off of and that we train based off of and that we set those expectations and hold those people to those expectations. So, you know, it's just this kind of opportunity. Um, You know, and again, um, sometimes it's really helpful 
to have a conversation with someone from the outside of your organization who, you know, can give a greater perspective. And so um, actually, that's what we are doing with uh, the all-in company. So, you know, I had a few spare hours a week, and I've teamed up with Mike Michalowicz on his next, next, next book. So his book that's not even written yet, um, that will be coming out in probably the fall of 2023, so uh, for two years from now. And um, we are starting a community called the All In Company Community. And what it is, is a community for entrepreneurs who have seven or more employees, a million dollars or more in revenue. And um, so we're bringing together this group to, you know, talk about these things and to really, you know, collaborate and focus on improving how to recruit, hire, and retain five-star employees, the top 90% of available talent in the marketplace, and make sure that you are delivering a culture that um, is great for these individuals. We do deliver that culture, even though I don't have that position for him. We do we do have that opportunity, but obviously things have changed and I just need to, to readjust. I mean, as we know, as business owners, nothing lasts forever. And sometimes we need an email from an employee to make us pause and say, oh, yeah, you know, um, you can't just leave it on cruise control forever. When things have changed, you have to make some adjustments. You need to have conversations. And that is sort of the summary of today. If you are interested in joining our community, we are um, doing a open house sort of experience for the community. It is completely free. You will need to um, apply to join the community. So um, it's very simple and we'll review um, the applications. And we've got a lot of amazing trainings and events and opportunities to, to collaborate and to talk and to work through things. Because, you know, what's interesting is all of us are smarter than one of us, for sure. And sometimes, you know, when we haven't been in certain experiences, listening to others who've been in that experience and sharing their experience like I'm doing here is worth its weight in gold. So um, this community will offer those type of experiences plus other opportunities for learning, growth, and development. And what's also cool about this is that the individuals that are part of our community and are taking the teachings and the lessons in the community and implementing them in their businesses, this is an opportunity to um, be a case study in Mike's next next book, which is tentatively titled All In. Um, so I think you're kind of getting it now, The All In Company and the book All In. And um, so if you are interested, then please go to theallincompany.com and there you will be able to um, check out what we have going on. We are just kind of opening up the doors right now and um, we will close those doors. So you just have a short window, really, really short window to throw your hat in the ring and um, get involved in our community. And I look forward to seeing you on the inside. 
Remember, we do have a visual recap for all of our episodes, and now we offer those visual recaps either via text and or email. Yes, based off of your comments, we listen. Uh, If you're interested in opting in and getting these visual recaps via text and or email, then please go to ProfitFirstNation.com and click on resources. And remember, if you would like to work with a bookkeeper, accountant, or coach with the heart of a teacher to guide you through and support you in all things Profit First, then go to ProfitFirstNation.com and click on connect to connect with a profit first professional. Cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friend. Profit First Nation website, related podcasts and resources are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, accounting, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.